Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Cheyenne Hills at CheyenneHills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We are back to Genesis, and we're going to pick up in 16, Chapter 7. We actually yeah. talked about... 16, 1 through 6. But I think we should talk just a little bit, Julie. We are missing a major piece of our, our our crew. We are. I know. It feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird. Yeah, but Ken is taking a very important test this week. Okay. And, of course, by the time this airs, he will have taken He'll it. He'll have taken it. Will he have his results back? Then I, we can, I don't we can know. find out. Okay. I don't know how quick that works, right. but he's he's taking a test to become a master electrician. Right. So that's a really big that's deal. Really cool. so, yeah. so, yeah, prayers for Ken and, yes, and his exactly. process for sure. And we're going to miss him today, so yep. I appreciate his, so, his commentary. But I'll every, just tell you, yeah, Galen, that was really so you're good. you're going to play that role. I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that was really good, Galen. <laughs> and you're going to play the role of uh, of Ken's research in his his brain. So well, I don't know that I can play that role, but I'll, I'll if try and do, do your best. Do something. Okay, so here we are. And Hagar, I mean, um, chapter 16, it was Sarai and Hagar. Uh, Sarai said to Abram, you go be with, since I can't have children, you go be with the servant, which wasn't completely out of... Um, that was relatively normal. Mm -hmm. That wasn't like something, you know, we see that today and it's like, oh my gosh, it's just, you know, I can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And yet in that particular day, not completely out of the norm, not right, but still not completely out of the norm. And basically she was trying to, um, you know, make a way for a, a child to be born and to, to Abram. And uh, because she knew, she, you know, she didn't have the, uh, still didn't have the ability to have a children. Mm -hmm. So, that was chapter one through six. Now she and Hagar did have this, did become pregnant. Verse seven, the angel of the Lord found her by the spring of water in the wilderness. And the spring was called, was the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I'm fleeing my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord said also to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered because of the multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, and this is in quotes, behold, you are pregnant and you shall bear a son and you shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be, he shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone, his and everyone's hand against him. And he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. So she called the name of the of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God of seeing. For she said, truly, here I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore, the well has been called Ber uh, Lamarai, that lies between Kedesh and Bered. And, and Hagar bore Abram a son. And Abram called his name of his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar was bore Ishmael to Abram. So the first child of Abram mm -hmm. was uh, Ishmael. And, uh, and we know something about Ishmael. He's, okay, they call him a wild donkey of a man. He's going to be against everyone. This is the prophecy mm -hmm. of him. Now, it's interesting to me that even, now, the Jews and... Uh, 
the Arabs, let's just say those two groups, um, they've always been at odds with one another, and yet they know they're cousins. Mm -hmm. Because you even ask any Arab person, uh, they, they'll say their father is Abraham. Mm -hmm. They go back to Abraham, just like the Jews say their father is Abraham, just like the Christians say their father is Abraham. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's this Abrahamic accord where they're trying to put everybody under the one umbrella. It's like, listen, we're all brothers. We all mm -hmm. go back to Abraham. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I can, you can see where they've, they've done that because there is an Abrahamic connection to Muslims, mm -hmm. to, to Christians, to uh, Jews. Yeah. Right. And so there is some truth in that. Now, I, what I've always wondered is, uh, do all Arabs or Muslims, let's just say Muslims now, because we're on the more of the religious, not just the ethnic part of their, their heritage, but their, the religious part of their heritage is Muslim. Do they consider themselves to be descendants of Ishmael? And, um, and you found something I thought was really interesting, something I did not know from the research department. Good yeah. job, Julie Falk. Well, and it's the research department of Wikipedia, so well, we'll go there. And um, my phone doesn't want to open. Okay, it says, uh, this is really interesting because it says that according to Muslim tradition, Ishmael, the patriarch, and his mother, Hagar, are buried next to the Kaaba in Mecca under the area demarcated by the semicircular See, I'm not going to say this, say this right, but Hijur is male wall, uh, spelled I-S-M-A-I-L, not spelled like Ishmael. So, um, so uh, it sounds, it seems to me that, I mean, there, his remains are, according to tradition, still heralded there. today. Mm -hmm. I, I really would love to hear this from a real Muslim perspective to mm -hmm. see if they, if they actually acknowledge that, yeah, Ishmael. Now, we as, as a Christian and reading this, I've been told that, you know. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's the line mm -hmm. that, that is aligned to Israel. And Abraham to Ishmael would be uh, uh, the line of uh, really their cousins, if you mm -hmm. will, uh, the, the Arabs or the, the Muslims. Now, another thing that I, when I was on a plane one time, I, I was flying to, I think I was flying to Germany, but I was on this plane and um, I was talking to this guy who is Jewish. And we got to strike up this conversation and he's, he was a Jew living in Switzerland. Okay. Okay. And he was talking about, he was a lawyer. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he was talking about how the socialized, everything was socialized and here's how the perks of it and all these other things. And, and I, you know, we had this pretty, pretty a lively conversation. I was just asking him a lot of questions and, um, and he was, you know, kind of, convinced me that this was the way to go. And I was like, well, I can see that working for a small group of people, but for 300 and some million people, it doesn't work. It wouldn't work quite as well. Sure. And he didn't have an answer for that. But anyway, <laughs> but he did say something about Christians and he was asking me about our Christian faith a little bit, but he said he, the Jewish people, he was Jewish actually have more in common with Arabs or Muslims. He didn't he say Arabs. He said Muslims, Muslims than they do with Christians. Interesting. And I, and I've asked that question to other people. It's mm -hmm. like, this is what this guy said. Why would, is that true? What part of that is true? Mm -hmm. And certainly heritage wise, they are more in line of, you know, uh, certainly from the same area of the world. Uh, certainly, 
Um, but even the connections they have go back a lot closer mm. than, than even the Christian, even though we feel very aligned with the Jews mm-hmm. in so many ways, you know, the Judeo Christian values, we, we tend to think we're really close, but mm-hmm. according to him, now this is just one guy, but mm-hmm. I've had other people say, yeah, I can see why he would say that they actually have more of an alignment with the Muslims or the, in, in the Arab. Yeah. And because of this, probably the story right here. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, and even probably genetically because they, you know, as as uh, Gentiles, we may not necessarily trace our heritage back, but that's true. At some point, maybe back. You know, <laughs> the, the language crosses over mm-hmm. a lot. Um, some of the words are, are similar, and no, that, there's a, just a lot of a lot mm-hmm. more similarities. I see that now. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was like, "Wow, really?" Because I have this Judeo-Christian mindset, you sure. know. And yeah. uh, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah, the thing that I just um, and I know we can probably unpack this more later, but uh, as we go through this that even though Sarai and Abram didn't necessarily follow God's plan, God still blesses Hagar and still looks out for her. And I was reading that sure actually was on her way. That was actually on her way back to Egypt. She was going home and yet he tells her, you know, go back, submit. And, you know, I will still uh, honor you and bless you through Ishmael. And um, so at the girls conference this last fall, the, this was our whole, uh, study was on Hagar and the passage where she says, you are a God of seeing, or you are a God who sees. Yeah. And just the fact that, you know, I don't know what her relationship with God was prior to this experience. If, but, you know, certainly she was around it by living in their home, but yeah. if she really recognized God as her God, that, that you see me, God. And that's yeah. just such a beautiful thing well, in the midst of, of being on your own in the midst of being a pregnant servant, yeah. all of it. Well, yeah. And, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like she was looking for this conflict, right? No. It's like, it was just kind of thrown onto her. It's like, okay, here, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have a child by mm-hmm. Abram. And it's like, I mean, that was, I'm got to be traumatic. It's got to be, you know, it's, it's crazy in, in, in our world to think about, but, um, but it's interesting that, that like you said, that they, uh, what the angel said that you would be, uh, your descendants will be a multitude mm-hmm. there. You know, Abram, Abram's promise is that you'd be the father of many nations. Mm-hmm. And he is, mm-hmm. uh, the Jews, the, uh, Muslims, the Christians, mm-hmm. and we all claim Abraham. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. A, a picture. It's an amazing promise fulfilled, uh, even in disobedience, God, you know, Absolutely. fulfilled that promise. Yeah. It's so. a beautiful thing. Well, anyway, so we've pretty well, uh, cooked, I think, uh, <laughs> Sarai and Hagar and that whole story, fascinating story, Genesis chapter 16. And, uh, thanks for joining us today. I hope you'll continue on in our journey through Genesis. 